Hey, Laura Ann Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and Phil is in Texas. He was at a wedding, so I'm pretty sure Phil is like miserable, or he, now he's away from it. But we'll talk about it in a second. I want to talk. Want to introduce our guests, um, Josh Anderson. How you doing? Hey, what's up to all the Brendo maniacs out there and the Phil natics? So, because like, you know, you know Phil's hatreds of weddings pretty yep. well. Yep. And you know Phil's hatred of being in places that are hot. Yep. And being uncomfortable. Yep. Phil's at a Phil is at a wedding in probably the hottest place. Probably wearing that stupid shirt, the same shirt that he's worn at every wedding I think I've ever seen him in, <laughs> other than his own. And he so he he probably would have tried to wear that at his own wedding if he was allowed oh, to. Yeah. So he was probably pretty miserable. But I did talk to him on the phone, and they were embarking on the road trip vacation part of their trip. okay yeah i've seen some pictures and it you know they find some goofy thing to go look at so i'm like yeah, it's not but can't be that bad he did say it was pretty miserable i mean he had a fun, it was a good wedding and <laughs> his family stuff but he was like um it was the the chapel had like no like walls like it was out it was basically outside right and it was in texas in and it's, july it's crazy hot over there i'm and he sure said it was like just insane humid like, as soon as I got out of the car, the kids would be like, we want to get back in the car. <laughs> uh, you know, as a person that was recently at a wedding that Phil was at, um, uh, oh, yeah. Phil, Phil is a super cool guy, su- very fun to hang out with, but Phil is a bummer at weddings. Oh yeah, he's, he's Just, he refuses to do anything fun. Yeah, and it's like, anything yo, at all. Like, you're, you have to be here. The, t- the time is gone, right? Like, you're, it's a yeah. family obligation. Just it's make a, the most of it. Yeah, have some fun. Like, I tried yeah. as hard as I could to, like, just, like, who cares what people think of you? Like, just also have a good time you know like i think he's gotten even more crotchety in his old age because at your wedding he coerced me into dancing see what's up with that in the last 10 years i guess he's gotten more yeah like i don't know yeah i think that shirt it's if he was wearing a different shirt shirt, we could get him to wear a different shirt that shirt is cursed with like the spirit of an old man who hates weddings well, because it's probably one of those shirts that he got you know, off the a whole dead thing person. about the dead person's clothes. Yeah, that yeah. his grandparents would give him clothes that they got from dead people. Bill's got way more haunted clothes than any of us. I'm sure of it. He's got dead guy shoes. Uh, man, dead oh. guy. Like, yeah, Phil has haunted clothes. Like, if if shoes are Maybe haunted, that's part of his problem. They could take you anywhere. Yeah, you know. Uh, that's funny though. Well, I'm, I'm super happy that he's on vacation because I get to be on the show now and we don't have You're to, on we, don't, Brando, we don't have to deal with him. So don't have to deal any of his nonsense when we talk about Nintendo. Exactly. <laughs> this might be the best time to get any of that out. So, well, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. For, for, for our listeners that might not, there's like, who the heck is this guy? Right. Um, you're a frequent them. member of the chat. That's true. You are a member of the Benview Network with your podcast, that's, Extra Damage. That's very true. 
talk a little bit about that? Well, uh, I used to do a podcast on. Uh, oh yeah, you used to do a podcast with Phil. I oh, used shit, to do. A, I forgot about that. Yeah, I used. Man, it was a long time ago. I used to do a podcast with Phil called the Pillage Cast, which we are yeah. transitioning over to the Benview Network site slowly and but also, surely. Our man Gates, who is yeah. now a park ranger. I, you know what? I guess I yes, that's I'm sure, what I've heard. Fans of this show know who Gates is, right? If they're familiar with popsicles, right. right? People always ask me what's up with Gates, and right. apparently now he's. I think he's park ranging. So that's Good for him. That's what I last heard. Who knows? You know, uh, but yeah, I think he he's. So I heard that he was working in the parks department, mm-hmm. which I think okay. is even funnier because wow. then it's very much just like Parks and Rec. Yeah, uh, he like he might be wrong. He might be because, Tom Haverford. Oh, dude, Gates would definitely be wrong. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like for Parks, or maybe it's a little. He could be Haverford. He he's could be a, little a little more. Because he's I kind think, of a little salesman. Yeah, but he's also like, a little more excited about like Parks. Like he that's likes true. he likes hiking, and so he might be a, a little bit of Leslie. But he also is of, very like don't trust the government. Yes, government. Yeah, bad. totally. He's maybe a combination <laughs> of them. So yeah, yeah, I used to do the Pillage Cast and. Yeah. Then I started a, uh, a podcast called Extra Damage, the Extra Damage cast with uh, my buddy Jesse, uh, where we were already playing tons of video games anyway, so we decided, you guys hey. play so many video we games. We play a lot of video games. Maybe too many video games. Um, like, every time you're popping up on Steam, you're playing something something else and <laughs> or, or you do you also play it's either that or rock rocksmith rocksmith i play a lot of rocksmith it's probably yeah. my my longest amount of time on you there play a lot of that that's like where you're playing guitar and it is it's so, um it's, it's, a re, it's is it, it rock band with a real guitar yeah essentially um but what's a lot cooler about rocksmith is that it uh it's really like you're playing along with like the band gotcha. they they make all the sounds like it switches so if a lead is coming up it'll switch so that your guitar sounds like the guitar in the song and um what's cool is that there there is a scoring mode if you care about it but if you don't care about it there's no penalties so you can just play whatever you want but you can also follow along and it will tell you that hey you're playing this ride it shows you it it teaches you the music how much Um, have you spent on dlc on that one well uh (laughs) i spent a i spent a lot and then you had you had like a crazy amount of rock band DLC. That, uh, yeah, I had at least 300 songs. Oh and that's God. not even like close to like yeah. what crazy pe- cuz there was like 3000 yeah. songs on that. Yeah. But here's you the thing about, Here's the thing about Rocksmith. Uh I found um custom DLC. Gotcha. P- you could j- because I'm playing the PC version, you could just drop it in and oh, so cool. I have hundreds of those songs <laughs> i basically yeah. go on there every week and look and see if there's anything that i've ever wanted to play that's how i learned how to play ghostbusters so nice. i learned how to play the power of love like i basically look for anything that's got a, oh, a guitar dude. part that i might want to awesome. learn yeah it's i think it's one of the coolest um like te- it's a, maybe not the best teaching tool if you're if you're totally new but uh, for a person like me who was like, I, I wasn't playing in a band anymore. I wasn't playing any like professional gigs or anything. It got me so much back into being able to play because it, it, you know, you're playing at least with some other music. You're not just sitting there mm-hmm. by yourself. Um, so Rocksmith is great. Um, I've talked about that on the podcast, Extra Damage Cast. And, um, yeah, we got some, we got some fun stuff that's coming up, uh, this year. I'll be going to PAX at the, uh, at the beginning of September. 
Oh yeah, um, you got your tickets. You managed I, to. I managed. Yeah, how do you? How do you manage? You you like really managed to keep winning that lottery. I have a Twitter uh, notification that sends a text message to my phone, and gotcha. I've been lucky that every time it's come up, I've been literally sitting at my desk at work, and I just hit the. Now it's gotten to the point though. It used to be that it would pop up, and I would log onto the website on my computer. Now it's mm-hmm. come up that when that when that pops up, you have to hit the link on the phone and do it through the phone because it's too late. Pass that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you've done this kind of stuff with some of the like uh yep. we're gonna wrestling talk about stuff mondos yeah. and wrestling yeah. stuff and so I've never and I've never had to do the Comic Con lottery, thank the Lord, but We got yeah, we got out of that basically yeah. because once you guys started getting professional, that's when it got I, I did it once where we didn't get the tickets. I think that was yeah. the first year you guys were doing something and it's that's rough. It's, the last time I had to buy normal tickets was in 2008, and that was, like, where it sold out a few months before, and it was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, and that was crazy. <laughs> Jeez. I remember I remember the first time I went to PAX in 2009. We bought tickets. Um, they went on sale in probably, I don't know, April. We mm-hmm. bought them in July. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, we don't know if we're going to go, and then it was kind of a last-minute thing. They now sell out in uh, less than 30 minutes. Well, now they're doing packs everywhere, and it seems like the regular packs isn't even the biggest packs anymore. It's not. In fact, it used to be called PAX Prime. It's now reverted to PAX West because PAX East is the biggest. So, um, yeah, that, that's whole thing's crazy. Have you been to one of those? I have not. I bought the tickets for San Antonio, um, the first year it was happening, and then, hotels were crazy expensive and so we oh, just yeah. we ended up just like, kind of throwing our tickets away and then i mm-hmm. found out that like it's in january and it was not very good so mm-hmm. um so i'll be going to pax and then the other we have indicade that we'll be going to and then hopefully we can get uh radio brendo man involved um we're gonna be doing extra life again so yeah we're gonna be streaming fun. and uh, i got some big ideas about what we're gonna be doing for that so um this year we had a lot of fun playing what was that monsters game uh, costume oh uh, uh gang beasts that was it's nuts. it's basically i think the best wrestling game ever made that was so much just, fun and like it was just so weird hey that game they've updated that you can get eight people playing at it oh, once now man. so yeah we have some of that stuff up but we also had a lot of fun playing quiplash oh yeah um, quiplash got real crazy yeah, that, real dirty, real, real like, dirty, filthy. Yeah, and even Phil was even getting it. If you want to see Phil get a little, if you want to see Phil actually doing a yeah. little blue material, it's terrifying. Watch our watch our feed because yeah, Phil even Phil gets into it. I think it's because he's especially that time we had like we'd been out all day and then we went. Yeah, you to, guys, we, and you came super late. Yeah, we would we had done we we had come been around the world. <laughs> that, yeah, that was crazy. And you know what? Because we did it not in my house, we did it in an office, um, yeah. which which made it so that we could be loud basically yeah. the whole night. And then really you guys fun. and Benson being there were what saved us. We kind of us. re-energized. Oh, we kinda, man. Because, yeah, we came in at like 3, 2, 3 yeah. in the morning. And the 4 you guys were like done. When you guys <laughs> all left like, was when yeah. I crashed really hard because there wasn't – it wasn't that energy anymore. Jesse made me, made me play the first Halo, and I fell asleep while I was doing it. Ugh. I just, yeah. It, that, I got to figure out. I think I'm beyond the point now where I can do the 24 hours all the way. I, yeah. This year I'm going to plan a nap um, because it's I just plan. I can't do it. Like, it's so hard. That last, the second to last hour. The final hour is fine because you're yeah, hyped, you're, all, you're pumped yeah. up. And we usually play something good, but... 
Man, it's it gets dark. Uh, <laughs> our, you know Chuck, uh, uh, yeah. fellow fellow listener and friend. Um, one of the years, him and I, everyone else fell asleep. Him and I played that terrible Double Dragon Neon game. Oh God, um, yeah, and. We wrote, I kept trying to get into that, and I was like, I it want was you to be good okay. so bad. Yeah, it was okay. It's not as bad as it first seemed, Yeah, but it yeah, also got definitely. worse the longer we played it. Also, like we were falling asleep while doing it, but... It also really ripped off River City Ransom, and that really bothered yeah, me, because like, I'm like, pretty heavily. Should, like, I, I, it's so weird, because River City Ransom was like the next iteration of like Double Dragon, yeah. and then I'm like, and then... And then you got to rip – I don't know. It was you know kind what, of though? a major bummer. Not enough people rip off River City Ransom. It's true. That game is fantastic. And I there, love that there game. Isn't, there isn't a really good – Is like, that new project ever going to materialize? I don't know. I'm on know. their Facebook. It sounds very I, – I feel bad. I'm, I'm at the point where I feel bad for the people yeah. that did the Kickstarter. It can, I feel like it's one of those. It, it can get into a, like a development hell style where – it's just never that whatever the the obstacles are there are never going to be. I'm I'm super lucky. Everything I've done on Kickstarter, including video games, is delivered. That's crazy. Well, had, yeah, which is crazy. I think, and I've done, but I've I've stuck to like pretty big video game stuff. Like the first one I did was Wasteland Two. Okay, and then I did um, Double Fine. Okay, so like the big yeah. ones. Yeah, and the next one I'm doing is the Wicker. It's the other LucasArts guys. I forgot what it's called. Thimbleweed Park. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's there, and that that's almost done. Like, that's like been straight very... up old school, like Maniac Mansion. Oh, it's style, it's, right? and I'm I'm a Maniac Mansion fanatic. Okay. What do you the, like it's more, the, it's the Maniac guys. Mansion or Day of the Tentacle? Day of the Tentacle is my favorite game of like all time. Okay. And you've chosen correctly because Day of the Tentacle is amazing. Although it's I, so good, I don't know if I actually like. I I have a hard time choosing whether I like Day of the Tentacle or Sam and Max Hit the Road more. I love Sam and Max. I just I played Day of the, Ten- Day of the Tentacle. I was completely obsessed with. I and I think the time travel thing. Yeah, in Day it of the was Tentacle, such a cool. And I got the re the the, the remaster. Finally came out the remastered, and it totally holds up. It, it was yeah. It was I since I knew what to do, it went. I was like, oh, that was quick. Yes, but but then I just remembered. I'm like, remember when you didn't know any of this yep, shit, yep. and you didn't really have the internet like yep. in the way that it is now. You had to ask a friend. To, like I remember asking people because this. I remember playing it in high school. I actually got stuck to a point where I gave up, and then I picked it back up when I was at Biola, and I remember going around, and I I remember asking somebody that knew, and they're like, oh, you gotta. You gotta put the teeth in the horse and all this weird shit and i was like oh okay <laughs> like yeah i mean back back then it was call a hotline and pay a bunch of money yeah. or or hope one of your friends already played it yeah and they called the hotline and then you could just get it for free from them yeah, yeah. and i remember that lucas arts tip line it was like two dollars a minute because i called it a couple times and got in trouble uh, I had a I had a friend because we didn't have a computer when uh, at that time that could even play anything yeah. like that. I, I oh, yeah, played that, that was like one of the first CD ROM yeah, games. Yeah, like. yeah, and it was crazy because it was all audio, like um, like full animation, full animation, full voice dialogue. I played yeah. the original King's Quest games on my old oh, computer. Yeah. Um, so when I saw this, I was like, oh, "This is like that was like going from eight bit to like Nintendo yeah. sixty four. Like, like it was CD ROM games were just such nuts. a jump." But I had a friend who he had a Genesis and he had a computer, and I went over to his house basically to leech off those things. <laughs> yeah. And I played. We everybody played everybody had those friends. All of Day of the yeah. Tentacle. We played all of Sam and Max, and 
it, it was the first time I ever played Warcraft Orcs and Humans. And I just thought that was the coolest game in the world. I oh, yeah. couldn't I, I get I got, enough. I love I remember getting that game. I got Warcraft 1 and then I got it like right before Warcraft 2 came out. Yeah. I think my mom got it on sale because Warcraft 2 yep. was about to come yep. out. And it was on like 18 floppy disks. Yeah. And then, and then I got Warcraft 2 like the next Christmas. And man, Warcraft 2 was so good compared to so like, that was amazing. such a big jump. Oh. Crazy. And, and like, I, it's weird because like, I like a lot of RTSs, but I also don't like a lot of yeah. RTSs. Yeah. Like, I love World of Warcraft. I love Rise of, um, Age of Empires. Yes. Yeah. I was obsessed with that. But totally. like, I never got into Command and Conquer. Uh, I did. I really liked Command and Conquer. It was, it Maybe was, I would have liked it. It's very but there similar at the time. Red, Red some Alert of them I was the played one I that were like, I would try some RTSs that were like really like they, way too, too complicated. Yeah. And yeah. RTSs now, you, they're so different. Uh, I, I feel like I can't play them the way I, in Warcraft and Command and Conquer, all, all of those games, my strategy was always the same. Just dominate the resources and yeah. choke the enemy out. And so I would play forever on one map, make the biggest base I possibly could, and then just wipe the other guy out in a second. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, I win. And I, like, I could, if I was playing for real, like, I could do it way faster. Like, guys who, like, build basically up until they're just barely stronger. I turtle the whole time. Just turtle up, make it gigantic. And the games are balanced these days that you really, I don't think you could do that necessarily anymore. No. It's, it's too, it's much faster pace and everything. And I'm, I'm not, I'm out at that point. Yeah. I don't know. So. There's a lot of games these days that I, I don't know. I sound like an old person now, but I, I feel like I'm just not quite like I, I, I'm not a MOBA guy. Nope. No. We're too old. Like literally too old. Yeah. The, there, there are guys retiring I from the MOBA scene. I tried to play scene. like that Heroes of the Storm game yeah. and I'm like, what is happening and that's right like the now? Easiest and then it's like, one. it's over. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh dude, I, I watched somebody play League of Legends cause I'm my friend. Well, you met Alex. Yeah. Our yeah. friend Alex. He is a, he was, I guess he switched to Heroes of the Storm, but okay. he was a huge League of Legends hey, player. It's the biggest game and in the would, world. And he would, like, watch videos all the time and, like, those tournaments. Yep. And I would watch, and I'm like, I don't even know yeah. what's happening. This yeah. is crazy. Dude, pe- the guys who play League and, like, Dota 2 professionally, they retire when yeah. they're 23 because yeah. the s- ligaments in their the hands don't – don't like, they are not fast. Like, the, the 18-year-olds yeah. and 17-year-olds are killing them because they have those hyper ligaments yeah. that they can make. It's, like, I'm well out of that. I'm I think I'm okay. I I'm okay. Out. I think I tapped out at like World of Warcraft PvP. Like there was a bit where I got way into it. Yeah. And then I was like, this is a never ending thing and I'm, I'm only going to get worse right. and everybody else is getting, and there's always somebody better. There's that ladder and, that, that's constantly being climbed. And when you take the, a break away from it, you can't stop. Yeah. You cannot stop. Yeah. Like, cause I remember I was so hardcore for a while. <laughs> I got in, I even got into the arenas a little bit, but I was mostly like, but I got so good at certain battlegrounds, like so good. And I was telling people what to do <laughs> and like all this shit. Yeah. And I got way you put into, your time it. into it. And then I stopped playing for like a week yep. and it was over. Yeah. It was over. <laughs> That's exactly how it always happens. You, you stop for a week, you take one break, you go on some vacation, you play some other game and you come back and you're like, Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, everybody kept going? 
Because yeah, you play a ton of those online games. I do, you know, I do and I don't. I, okay. I, um, I, I do like play. You play like Destiny? Are you play, like? I haven't played stuff? Destiny in a while, but I did play okay. a lot of multiplayer. De- like I played a lot of the Crucible, which was the multiplayer mode. I get into it for a little bit. I really like Overwatch. Overwatch is a super easy game. Okay. Um, super quick. I haven't played it yet. I want to play it. It's very okay. fun. It's very fun. It's is it like team. It's it's, it's pretty very team fortress. Team fortress. Right? Yeah, but like. Like map, uh, Team matches is the only first person shooter I'll play. Matches now. are like, like ten minutes long. Like, okay. like you can get a match. That's what I like about it. It doesn't take very long. But yeah, I don't play. I, like. I don't play Call of Duty. I can't. I can't no. get into. It. I don't play Counter Strike anymore. You, you were the original. Like, there are two games that I remember. Like, we'll give some history here. So you and I go pretty far back. I'm, yeah. I think I actually met you at Phil and Janelle's wedding. Yes, so that would have been. In we were definitely both there. So yeah. if we didn't meet before that. Um, well, because I wasn't really around. I was in Missouri still. Yeah. So, and then when I, because I actually, first I was friends with your wife, yep. Rachel, yep. who joined our little gang, like her freshman you year You knew her in Bi- when you were at Biola, right? Yeah. So in okay. 1999, when she started. Wow. Jeez. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. And that's when yeah. we met. Yeah. She hung out with her and Lindsay and Erica. Jen Kendall and Erica. Yep. And... Just our group of people go to shows, and Rachel was already like. Remember, she got Phil and I volunteer positions, or she was working at a church. Yep, already. Yep, and her and Phil were doing music, and and then um, I met you. Yep, and then when I came back from China, we had like our crew that we always went to Long Beach Town Center. Yep, we ate at Rubio's or or pizza and. Every Sunday. Yep, every and Sunday. So I remember you would we we would talk a lot about video games. And when I first came back, that was at 2005. So all you talked about was World of Warcraft. Yep. Yeah. So I got I got into World of Warcraft. Do you remember when I brought? It was when Phil and Janelle lived in the servants' quarters, and I yeah. brought the strategy guide over. Yeah. Because I bought the strategy guide, and we were all hanging out. And Jeff Edwards was there, and yeah. he was making fun of me for like having it. But he also couldn't stop looking at it. Yeah, he couldn't stop. He was he just like, oh, wanted to get like, into it. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He, he wanted to, and he, yeah. he couldn't, but he had to like, he had to like kind of bring it down so but that it was okay. I was like, yeah. I am buying this game. Yeah. I'm getting, cause, so you started talking about, and then people that I worked with at Disneyland were playing it, and they gave me the demo CD, which it's so, Blizzard is so genius with yeah. that. Like, yeah. here's these demo CDs to give to your friend. Yep. It's basically like, here are these, here's these heroin packets. Yeah, yeah. Pass them along. Why, why give it to like, a friend. Yeah. Cause it is like, cause as soon as you start, especially back then, cause we hadn't, that, that didn't, that was, that didn't exist. Like, I guess if you were, cause EverQuest for me was like too much. And, and that's the exact thing there. I did a, a like a, a, my first year of college, I did like a, an anthropology study on video games. Mm-hmm. And I went and talked to a bunch of people that played, uh, these, these, uh, these online RPGs that I'd never even heard of. And there was guys who played Lineage, guys who played Asheron's Call, yeah, and guys Ultima, who, Ultima, like and then played, um, EverQuest. And yeah. I looked at them and was just like, there's nothing about this that I even understand why you would want to play. Like, it looks yeah. slow, it looks boring. You can't, you don't fight other people, you just fight these monsters, cause PvP wasn't really in those games very yeah. much until like a little bit later. And then I remember seeing the video, it was when World, Work, uh, Warcraft 3 came out. Mm-hmm. They were talking about like, oh, and their next thing is this World of Warcraft. I remember looking at it going, man, I don't understand this, but it's Warcraft. So yeah. I already know, like, I feel like I know all the stuff about it. I just don't know what this like play. And then, you know, it comes out and, 
and I played really early. Yeah, when, you were into because you had already when I when I moved back um, in 2005, you were you had been playing it. Yep. Yeah, and, and there was were, before and, anything that made and, it like you. The way you talked about it, I was like instantly like, "Oh my god, I have to play this! I want to play this so bad." <laughs> and the funny and, thing about you, uh, having you there was like, it was nice because Phil, you can only talk to him about Nintendo games. Like he, he doesn't like, yeah, really he doesn't know. Care I mean, he's about, super. He's interested in it. He thinks it's cool. He 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 likes them, but he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get it. And there like there are even types of games that he just doesn't play because they don't really come out on nintendo so when you came along i was like oh this guy he actually plays a bunch of other games too he knows and you also convinced me to like pc games and then also you convinced me to buy an xbox 360 that's right like i ended up because i was like my roommate's gonna be selling his he's like you totally have to buy it like buy it and i'm like okay console and then and then you would, you told me like what, cause I remember back then we were talking about Call of Duty. That was Modern Warfare had come out. And yep. you like, cause I remember you, you were that for a while. That was, that was all you talked about. I played about. a lot of the, so, played so I played a lot that. of Call of Duty 4. And I remember I played a bunch of Call of Duty the first time. I played. Yeah. And so the first time I ever played online anything was playing Call of Duty with you. And that was fun. That game was great. Yeah. That we had a good time with that. We had a good time with a lot of stuff. I mean, um, I remember Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. That's true. We played a lot we, of you, that. You, me, and it. Well, we had our little team. Yeah. Because it was that a game team. Was, and that multiplayer, people, like, dump a lot of crap on. That, that was multiplayer really, was so much fun. It was And then really we all finished the game, and then we were like, well, that's over. I had zero desire to go back. Uh, yeah, what a I didn't sad even thing. want to play the multiplayer anymore. I was just I like, was what's just the like, point? They're all dead. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We're fighting for nothing, you guys. It's pointless. Oh, it's over. Man. This is pointless. That was like my... Favorite. I was collecting. I bought. I remember. I bought Mass Effect because of you. Like you were talking. I about have it, I'm like, collectors editions of all three. I yeah. was collecting memorabilia. Like it was that far into it, and then yeah. all of it stopped after it's that over. game came Just out. Forget it. And I guess I'll and, try the new one. But yeah, you talked about it on. Uh, you talked about it. The first I had heard about it was you talking about extra damage. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, huh. Whereas five years Maybe. ago, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, ah, can't believe it. They're oh, making a new one. But yeah, like, it's oh god, especially because. Mass Effect 1 was great. Mass Effect 2 was amazing. It was incredible. Like, oh my god. So you're like thinking like Mass Effect 3 is going to be the best game ever made. Yeah. And, and then they released that multiplayer beta and we're, yeah. I remember. We're we like, played a ton of shit. that already. We so much of it. And it didn't we, even we have everything. Even, and it made it so excited for the game. Yeah. And it's so excited. And then it came out and then we were excited for a while. We were like, this is great. And then we all got to the end. We were all uh, just, uh, introduce a new segment called Brendo's Bummer. We that was such about. a bummer. And well, I don't get bummed out no, a lot right, about a yeah. lot of That was like such oh, a bummer. A, yeah. Because, yeah, but you you were always like my video game guy. Cause yeah. You you were – because I, I, I hadn't bought a console. Before I bought that 360, I hadn't bought a console in forever. I had my brother's PlayStation 1. So I never – I had my brother's PS1 and his N64. Yeah, and I I never bought a PS2 or an Xbox because when I was in college in Missouri, um, I didn't have money, and they really it was pretty frowned upon. I mean, people had them, really, but I, but, um, but people had them because yeah. I, yeah. I remember my friend, the guys next to me had PS2, and we played Grand Theft Auto like three all the time. Yeah, yeah, um, and Vice City. I remember when Vice <sighs> City came out. Vice like, City. oh my gosh, 
But yeah, when they got those, so, but I never had one. I kept wanting to, but again, I was a poor, right. completely poor college student. So and then when so a deal came that along, Xbox 360, you, yeah. grab it up. It was like, and now, and now I have every console. So now I'm just like, <laughs> now you, now you have the opposite problem where it's this, like you have everything like me yeah. and no time to play. Yeah, and no, and I have like, oh my God, I have so many Steam games. Like it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's so stupid. But they're like, when they're, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to kind of put a stop because for a while I was just getting every humble bundle yep. going nuts during the sales, yep. and I'm just like, you get enough humble bundles to where I start having have, to look at them going. Yeah, well, I already own oh, yeah. half of this humble bundle. Yeah. I only I'm need the other point, ones, definitely. and I don't even want them. Uh, yeah. For a while, the humble bundle was like the best thing going. Oh my and, god! And now I look at it and go, I amassed this insane library yeah. of games. I can never possibly play all the you know that thing you can do where it tells you how long it will it takes the average play time yep there's a thing where you put how, i think it it's like, how long to beat dot yeah. com and it would I, i'm like i don't have the, like never ever. yeah yeah like, there's no time like, no uh never mind that like you yeah. know, you'd have to slog through some that maybe aren't that great it's like yeah. your time's precious now and i, I try to only so how really, do you like especially now i mean like you work you're a working man yeah you, yeah you got a wife I'm working. I have I have time that I have to set aside. If you for, if you had a kid, wouldn't it be that would be it'd be it would be over? Probably. I think I would probably have to play things that are very simple. I mean, I've thought about like if I ever had maybe a kid, I would just strap them on secret. and then you know strap the kid down and then be like, okay, I can I got free hands <laughs> now. He'll just live on me like a kangaroo. Um, Phil gave me a super hard time because, like you said, we have these consoles. Um, my, uh, Wii U gamepad has been sitting over here by my computer. I don't think I've touched it in like six months. It's super dusty. My, Phil I, gives me a hard time every time he behi- sees it. It's mine is behind me. The gamepad is behind me in the same state. I do not know where the console part is. <laughs> it's either downstairs somewhere or it's, I, I, I'm sure I could find it if I needed to, but totally like, yeah, the man, the Wii U. But I want to play Splatoon really bad, so I got it on GameFly, but it hasn't come yet because I'm playing uh, okay. Uncharted Spl- 4 right now. Splatoon is fun. It's a lot of fun. That looked cool, and I played it at Phil's, and Mario Maker was amazing. M- Mario Maker is totally cool. The but The like, biggest bummer that, about the Wii U is that there's some fantastic games for it. Yeah, it's I just, think the games I have are great. I loved Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah that a, game is awesome. I played a ton of that. I love Mario Kart. Mario Kart was yep, great. yep. What some some real good <laughs> game um like Mario Kart and I got Hyrule Warrior oh Smash Brothers I Smash Brothers I and 3D uh, 3D World is really yeah. good yeah. um but you know that I think the console is bad that's the thing I don't like about it it's it's too slow takes forever um to do anything on it mm-hmm. um which I mean I guess is okay cuz usually you're only playing like that one game so just keep the one game booted up I guess but yeah, it's crazy like how much loading. Yeah, it's we'll have to see. So I don't know. Phil always gets mad at me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I, I, I don't play much things. So when I do, like my time is precious. Right. So exactly. Gonna, you have to yeah. make it. You have to make a choice. And sometimes it's like I, I'm and gonna I play also, a game I know is good, or or yeah. sometimes I have to play a game that I know I can finish. Like yeah. this game is gonna be short. So or like my thing now is I love. Listening to podcasts and playing Stardew Valley, and yes. I do it all the time. Yes, there are games that are fantastic, uh, second screen or podcast. Like sometimes I'll have a YouTube just channel up and running or a podcast running, and there's some games that are so great for that. 
Um, some oh, games dude, aren't. I watched. I watched all of Star Trek, the original series, so many shows while playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> I watched so many things. It's great. I, I really like doing that. Because um, I used to have like two monitors. I don't yeah. anymore. And I would have my show and I would never leave my desk. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I have like 100 days of World of Warcraft. Yeah. That's some crazy, Jeez. That's a insane amount, good amount of time. time. Oh, my God. Like... A scary thought to like look that up in. Well, I, I looked I, at my like Phil showed me his like because I love looking at his 3ds stats and they're completely insane. Yeah, because um, yeah. I like I'm like I have if I have this many hours in this, Phil probably has like ten and times. He as many doesn't hours. even he doesn't even track everything. So you think about that number, it's way yeah. higher. It's so much like higher. if if it included all the stuff that he could be playing on that system. Yeah. and so and then like because. I, he's put in over 500 hours into Pokemon Shuffle. Jeez. You know what? I don't, I don't understand why he didn't just insane. buy Pokemon Battle Trozy. Pokemon Trozy, yeah. Yeah, like. I keep telling him that. You I could keep pay the him. money and then you wouldn't have. I guess the, uh, like the free to play mechanics him, kind of work in his favor. But huh? He loves because he feels like he's cheating the system, so. And they, and they're just laughing at him. Well, I guess they're not, he's, yeah. they're not making money off him, so. But he, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I put in a few hundred hours on Animal Crossing, so I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, sure. And those games are designed for that. I put it. You put in a lot of hours into uh, Clicker Heroes, but oh not God. all those hours are. <laughs> yeah. Have to do with you so much. <laughs> yeah, Clicker Heroes. Um, I know you make fun of the other game that both Phil and I put an insane amount of time into, and there's a sequel coming out, is the Disney Magical Adventure. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are like, you need to stop playing that garbage. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is like, but it's, it's, it's basically I mean, it's all. Collection me- it's like collection it's, mechanic, it's, it's the, the game. It's the ultimate right? collection mechanic yeah. in a Disney environment. Like, you um, want to collect the things. I mean, that's. That's what I'll, I mean. The hopefully, the new one's a like, better game around oh, it too. Oh yeah, the game element like gets really like after a while. I'm like, ugh, I hate this. And that's the thing. I I don't. Uh, I'm not against like you know those mechanics that they put in games to make you want to come back. I think that works. Mm. But I like it when that's tied around a game that I, I feel like that that's bad when it's an excuse to then have bad mechanics and like yeah well we like made this the, junk the quest game. thing where you just had to wave your wand and shit like after yeah, a while yeah. that got really that's what pokemon go is like it's it's some fantastic elements that are unfortunately saddled to what i think is a poor game like the game part of it's not very good well, that's the, how benson's the, like i'm not playing the stupid ski ball yeah the gym battle stuff is bad like it's not it if it was straight up pokemon like that would be much better yeah. like like so but are you I, like already over it uh, I still hop on. I, I, I still haven't I, even gotten to level five yet because there's no Pokemon out here. That's that's a bummer, and it's man. hot as hell. That like yeah. to walk to the Pokemon that are they're yeah. the closest Pokemon from me are like super far, like a couple miles, and I would probably like pass out from heat. Yeah, and yeah, and, and you get one or two. Some, you wouldn't be not close in a to, very good environment. Yeah, for that's the that's the a bummer. It was cool during uh, Sandy Man Comic Con. I swear, every crazy. single person. That's where person, I caught all of my Pokemon. Like, it was I, nuts. Every person I passed that I looked down at was looking at their phone. I would sneak around, look, and sure enough, it's that blue screen with mm-hmm. them just th- – it. I've never seen a game quite like it. That's <laughs> pretty insane. I mean, it got me to talk to my neighbors whom 
I would never <laughs> have any other reason to talk to, you know? Yeah. So. Well, you want to do some reader mail? Yeah, we got to get, let's get, get some of this taken care of here. We got a couple this week. The first one is from Rocky. And Rocky says, oh yeah, cause I talked about last week that because of Kevin Smith talking about it on his panel, I'm going to give the Flash a chance. Okay. So Rocky writes, glad to see you give Flash a chance because he's been talking about it for a long time. Um, Josh, what is your opinion? Have you watched? I have watched a little bit of Flash. I, I've actually watched more of that Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, That's uh, the one the, with like a bunch of different people. Yeah. And like they're like a lot of B- – it's like – it's almost like their like Suicide random, Squad a little bit okay. of like, but good, but the hero part of it, where it's like here are just a bunch of guys that are, but no Booster Gold yet. I mean, come no on, no Booster Gold. Um, the so the main guy Grant Gustin for Flash, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just see. I don't know. The first time I saw the pilot, I just I didn't. I don't know why I didn't like it because I gave it another shot and I was like, this is pretty good. I've heard that like later on, I, I, not as bad as from what I've heard about Arrow. That Arrow got. Really, like what Arrow was awesome and then got really bad. Like, mm-hmm. I guess maybe a bad season finale. But my problem with The Flash is the exact same problem I have with Superman, which is there should be no challenge to The Flash. <laughs> like, yeah. you can, if you can just move always at super speed, you can literally do anything. You can stop mm-hmm. anything. There's no reason why anything should ever catch up to you or, 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 be a challenge at all like get flashes villains are what like a guy who shoots cold rays and a guy that throws boomerangs mm-hmm. like a boomerang that's thrown by captain boomerang to the flash it would take a million years to get yeah. back to his hand because the flash can just move at light speed so then you have to like okay well then we have to write in it's the same thing with superman like we, well then we have to kind of make superman like forgetful or he's depowered or he he's not paying attention and now it's like oh well now your hero is stupid like you have to make your hero stupid because his power is just too much so i don't know i have a hard time with that i have a hard time with dc in general but <laughs> yeah um, well, I do too, and but I'm I'm warming up to the Flash. I'm gonna I might watch more. You know I what? Probably will watch more. This I want to get to Kevin's episodes because they sound yeah, cool, and, and I like. You know, and this idea of Flash and Supergirl, they're doing like the multiverse. Arrow, all those shows coming together is kind of what the Marvel universe was supposed to be, and mm-hmm. they haven't done with these guys. They're doing it. Like their TV yeah. stuff seems to be like their best stuff they're putting out that and like their animated stuff their animated stuff and then their movies are garbage yeah so. like it's just so weird and i well, it, especially now that they're like yeah you know these guys on tv that you love they're not gonna be in the movies nope, i'm like nope. what the fuck are you doing yeah why did you cast this flash that everybody loves <laughs> yeah you like this guy he's not gonna be the and flash. ezra miller <laughs> looks like he's kind of just doing yeah that flash yeah to where it's like I don't know. You already got the guy, but it doesn't make any sense. There, I bet you. I'll bet you those divisions are as far away. Like I'll bet you the TV division of WB and the movie part of WB are as far apart from yeah. each other as you are from the movie part of WB. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's just it's weird. But you know, Marvel's been kind of doing weird stuff too lately with their whole. They're walking back their Netflix stuff, like. Hey, they're probably not going to be connected universe just because we're never going to have yeah, the time. I don't know why they're doing that. Bothers me. So, <laughs> and I get it, annoying, but I still love I love the shows. They're so great. That, um, and if they can great. just keep the Netflix shows, I guess like, hey, it's in the universe, but they're 
so far distance. As that, long as they're there together, yeah, then I'm fine. T- I think I'm totally as long there as we with get, you. I mean, now that I know like the Defenders is happening and it yes. was awesome and yeah. that teaser got me super hyped, even though it's just that you only hear Stick talking, but it's Nirvana. Yeah. Like, did you see that teaser? Like, yeah. It's super great. And that Luke Cage that trailer. Luke Cage teaser with the freaking Wu-Tang song. It's so, oh did you hear God. that every single episode of Luke Cage is going to be the title of a song from, yes. I forget who it was, but it's a band. It's a it's like a hip hop band, and that's awesome. That's such a great idea. Um, yeah. So is, f- um, f- to so answer the question, out. Flash uh, seems like a good show. Mm-hmm. He fights a gorilla right. at one point. I don't yeah. understand DC. All right. So he says, "Not going to say I told you to multiple times before." Well, you did. I guess I just did. Um, but if it takes Kevin to get you to watch, that is cool. You'll not regret it. And then he gets into crazy territory where he okay. says, "Best best comic to live action I have seen across the board." Yeah, no. What? Oh, well, TV. Um, I think he says across the board. Uh. <laughs> no, nah, no. I don't. I haven't read enough Flash comics, so I don't know if that is. Well, he's saying it's like better true. than the Avengers and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. That's crazy. I don't know about that. I don't know I mean, if I can but, get he, but he it. also says, but then he says to discount his own opinion, he says, "But I do not hate the prequels." Oh so wow! Okay, mind. well. These young folks, man. Yeah, they, I mean that's the thing. The prequels were made for children, for little kids. Yeah. I know a ton of little kids that thought those movies were awesome. Yeah, uh, and that's like fine. Well, I mean, kids are idiots, so <laughs> they like terrible things. But yeah. whatever. All right, this was a cool mail because it's from a first-time writer inner. Hey, writer-inner. That's, that's nice. Awesome. Um, so he's this guy Scott Morris. He says, Brendo and Phil. So, Brendo and Josh. I'll be Phil. You can be Phil. Um, I started listening to your show a few months ago after hearing a shout-out for it on the Two Dudes and an NES podcast. How cool. Thanks, Two Dudes. They got a cool podcast. Yeah, they're super They're super great. And now, oh, he says, and I'm now hooked. Well, thanks. That's awesome. I'm about the same age as you guys and have a lot of the same interests. A few questions and comments for you guys. Oh, here you go. This will be good questions for you, Josh. Okay. Um, what do you think about the new mini version of the classic NES coming out this November? Uh, I think it's a great idea. Uh, it's printing money, basically. It's hilarious I mean, that that Nintendo Nintendo is classic for coming in with like an idea this that is, this is like ten years. Yeah. Late. But but it does. But the thing about Nintendo is they have the ability to do that because they have the thing that everybody wants. Everybody wants. Yeah. Everybody wants. This so, is what everybody wanted ten years ago when they were making all these. And it's funny now because they're bringing it back across the board because now Sega's like, oh hey, now we're making. And I'm like, you guys already did that ten years ago. I have it. And Sega's been doing Sega it forever. One. But the problem with Sega's, and this is the thing that I think is going to really, it's not going to make or break it for the Nintendo because a bunch of people are going to buy this that just like. What if the emulation sucks? That's the biggest thing because those Sega ones, the emulation is terrible. It was terrible. The sound is bad. Yeah, the, they, they're really bad. So if Nintendo uh, pulls it off to where they basically – that NES chip technology is like, hey, we're mm-hmm. emulating at 100%. The games play exactly like you remember the, the, um, the sound. Do you think sound? that's why there's only 30 of them? Because like that makes no sense. Uh, I think Nintendo is, well, I don't know if they're going to make another one. Do you think they're going to keep making them? Like, because they made it, like, everybody's like, people at first were like, oh, you're going to be able to download all the games? Yeah, no, no, and that little tray, it doesn't even open in the front. So, no, 
I think that's it. I think that they're just they're, they picked basically. Here's any other it's games. A, it's are, a kind of weird selection of games. A little bit. Some, it's pro- a little weird. Some of it is probably like Double well, Dragon Two. I think it was like here's what we can get for cheap, like license. Well, wise. yes, yeah, and and like hey, first Castlevania, awesome. Second then, Castlevania, why would you do that? To yeah, and then Double Dragon Two. Like, yeah, that's just put the first one on if you yeah. just want the nostalgia. And then also like Super C and not regular Contra. Just and some weird... I think there's something up with Konami and regular yeah. Contra because regular Contra has never, ever been released outside of it being on a was it on the DS, DS game. Yeah. It was an it's unlockable. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the only other time. So there's maybe there's something weird with that. I think overall it's a pretty solid oh, list yeah, of it's games. A great, I mean, especially because it has all the first party stuff. You, get a, you got you Final get, Fantasy. You got you, Star Tropics. You got... There's like some huge games in there that you could play forever. They're, they're almost all of the really, really good ones that you'd want. Yeah. A Super few Wars notable I mean, misses, but yeah, everything that you really want. I think that thing is really cool. I think it's really cool for people that like played games a long yeah. time ago and don't haven't in forever, but like have kids. And then you've got those and it's the controllers. Yep. They look great. Which just... those controllers are terrible, but awesome that they're exactly the same. <laughs> like, because that's how we we're did all going to remember how much those hurt. Yeah, yeah, you're going to realize. Like, but then again, you don't want to play any of those games for hours and hours and hours on end, anyways. So, yeah. I do uh, like that they're going to have save states. That's, that's going to be awesome. That's what makes it so that people will like. Some people are going to be like, "Oh, I'll finish Castlevania for the first time in my life." Yeah, you know, Kid or, or Final like Fantasy, or some yeah. of those other games that are uh, so hard. I think it's a really cool idea. I like it when Nintendo gets. Uh, gets more into some of this stuff where they've been so weird about like their virtual console stuff and like trickling that stuff out and making it not transfer. You guys were talking about this a while ago. Like with like, I just went like, because everybody just wants the box with just put everything on it. Just do it. Or make a subscription. Honestly, make a Netflix subscription. I would pay $9.99 a month for the Nintendo library. For the Nintendo and Super Nintendo library. Like, Yes, they they could make their money off that. Make it so that I can play it on all kinds of crazy devices. Who cares? Yeah. You have your new, like, it's all your old games. You're really not selling them anyways. But you know what? If this thing takes off and gets really big, makes a ton of money, they'll totally do another one. Or they'll yeah. do an updated one that you or can put stuff on. they might start doing more stuff like exactly. we've been wanting so, them to do. So I think everybody that's interested, and yeah, snatch it up. This is definitely them starting to branch out like into other revenue streams yes. because Wii U's got nothing going they, on. They're going to have to because if the NX is a non-starter, they're it's over. They, they have they've got to have that stuff coming in from somewhere else because they're the they're the only company the where that primary is stuff is like slowing down, way down. Yeah, it's, and that was their bread and butter. Like, I just thought about. I remembered I worked at Target in two thousand at Target and Encinitas, and. We sold when Poke. I remember because we were talking. Oh, it's because I was thinking about Pokemon. Yep. And like when Pokemon Red and Blue came out, we sold so many Game Boys. We were selling those, and there was already a ton of Game Boys at that time that had been sold. So when you see a huge resurgence on a device that's already it was it was five years old, and then it just. I was like, what? We could not keep the game. We had tons of like every other thing. That's like crazy. every, and we, we could not keep the Game Boy Color like in stock. I mean, that, like, the, it was, crazy. that is really why Pokemon Go was such a huge deal is because there are very few brands that can exist the way Pokemon does that can Pokemon elicit the just... feel. It's been around for long enough. And 
again, it's very telling that Pokemon Go is the first 150 Pokemon. Like, none of yeah. these new ones, right? It's the ones that people will look back and go, I remember these guys. Yeah. And that's, because that's, I that's watched this thing. as a kid. I see people posting on Facebook, like, oh, yeah, look at this. I got him again. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And it's – Because, I mean, it was a very smart thing. And they – I remember because – we couldn't keep the, and then the trading cards came out and we could not keep, they would yeah. go off the shelves immediately. Yeah. I actually, like, um, for a while I was kind of living off of, I would buy the, the, I would get to the packs before I would, I, I knew a guy <laughs> on the loading dock and, um, and he would, and, and he would, I would, he, and then I would get the packs before they put them on the shelves and then I'd buy them at my employee discount. Yep. And, just super cheap and I would and like and the whatever the the packs we got at Target, they had a they seem to just be full of the whatever the goods with the, the good the holograms ones. and all that stuff. And then I'd go there was a card shop down the street and I'd just go sell everything oh my God. to this dude. Wait, would you open them up and then sell them afterwards? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you were second hand you, you when you passing, got it. I was I was basically supplying because so this dude would have all the new stuff because I would get it at Target and then I'd go sell it to this dude. It was some shady shit. That's awesome. Like, That's so I awesome was, though. I was I was I was eighteen and like I was it was after I had my first year of Biola and then I was living at my friend's house and I had no money. And well, so let me so tell you a funny I, story yeah. about that exact thing in in Biola at in college. I was a film major. We we're making a, a movie about like this goofy private like 1940s private eye and i was playing the evil russian villain and we we're when we we're writing the script they were like what's the th- what's like the ridiculous thing that he would be uh like counterfeiting and selling and i'm like absolutely 100% counterfeit pokemon cards oh yeah because that became a huge yeah thing. and and no, they they were just like that seems dumb. Like we're gonna make counterfeit. Instead, it was like counterfeit record albums. Yeah. Like I was counterfeiting vinyl records, and I'm like, man, it's so much goofy. funnier if it was yeah if it was Pokemon cards. And they just didn't believe that 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 was one a thing and two like I guess it, maybe it didn't fit with oh the gosh, 40s aesthetic. Crazy. But I yeah, just remember counterfeit and Pokemon then those cards. Counterfeits started hitting the market, and then there was the Japanese ones, and there were counterfeit Japanese ones. Yeah, and I also had a connection to getting the Japanese ones straight from Japan. Oh man! And I had a whole business for a good like before it all crumbled. It was a good like <laughs> six months. Before that's, that market just collapsed. Yeah, that's always how the illicit stuff goes. You you can only get it for a little while because you know it's going to end. Yeah. <laughs> and but I for a while though I I like was able to like eat food and buy stuff and pay my bills. That's funny because because Target paid nothing and yeah. I had I had a brief uh, time where I was doing that with uh, um, Bing Rewards through Microsoft. Oh yeah, um, you could if you did a certain number of searches each day. You, they would give you these points, and you save up points, and you get five hundred points. You turn them into Microsoft. Fi- no, turn into well, yes, but I turned it into five dollar Amazon. Oh, there you go. And yeah, I was at work, and I had tons of computers. So, you so just set all the I just set all of them, and I had bots running on all oh of them. God. And for a while there, it was awesome because they didn't do any checking, yeah, uh, for anything. And then they started requiring every account to have a phone number tied to it. Oh. You couldn't use like a voice number and stuff. And so then I had like three or four accounts that I had phone numbers attached to. 
And then that, then they banned all my accounts. <laughs> but I knew it. I was like, you gotta grab it while it, I probably made How much good, did you get? Uh, I think I made well over, I was making at least 30 or 40 bucks a month. Oh my god. So, and I did it That's for a good, good, yeah, it's pretty good. For very minimal work. Yeah. So. All right, what's we next? Gotta finish this. Yeah. We gotta finish this up. I'm, so I'm, number two I'm being on, true to Phil here. Number two on his list. I have enjoyed reading some of your picks from the book club. Okay. Oh, nice. Including the Ernest Klein novels, Ready Player One and Armada. Josh, did you read either of those? I did. Uh, I am that person that thinks that, uh, Ready Player One got a little bit annoying with all the references. Yeah. Um, but I still, so, there's still a part of that book that I love. Uh, so you, I don't, were you into Armada? At uh, all? Armada, I think, is trash. Because I, I wasn't that into Armada and like, uh, I'm like the was, biggest Ready Player One, but Armada's like, I feel like it was really dipping right back into the well way yes, too much. Yes, and it didn't have the soul. Like Ready Ready Player One has a soul to it. Yeah, where like it's like really connected with that character, whereas Armada, like the main character, is kind of a dip. Yeah, and like, it's kind of it's, a dip. It's shit. just it's it's he bad. He's just like fumbling through the whole thing. Yeah, like he's just like, oh, it, I guess I'll get in this jet. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, it, this, and the this worst, girl, and then the girl was so arbitrary and like the worst part about Armada was that it reinforced that thing that we've been told our whole lives, which was, hey, video games are a waste of your time. Video games are a useless skill. And, like, The Last Starfighter was a movie designed to appeal to us because it told us, hey, what if an alien species came down and needed your help and your video game skills saved the day? Like, it was the fantasy, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is is that that is in itself reinforcing that, hey, video games are useless. Unless an alien species comes down and needs your help. (laughs) And guess what? They didn't. So this guy, it paid off. But for you, it's still a waste of your time. And that's what I hated about Armada. And, you know, Last Starfighter, Starfighter you can excuse because it was the 80s. And nobody knew what was really going to happen with video games. It was the hot thing. But Armada, it's, it literally says – he says that again. It's like, good thing I played all these video games, which to us should be like, hey, you're not him. You've wasted your life. <laughs> but this guy didn't because he got the chance, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Ready Player One had that. Uh, that setting that made it feel like even though all those references were being thrown in there, there was kind of a justified reason for it. And it was very much like a love letter. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think the best part of that book is the part where he gets sent to debtors. Oh prison my God. Yeah. And then that was, like sneaks his way oh, in. To get I that cannot info. wait to see that in the movie. I and you know they... what? It has no eighties references. Yeah, it has no, like that's just a good, well written, exciting and Part? it's also like that could happen in the future. Yes. Like, totally. It's terrifying. Like, like and it's, it's a very terrifying, terrifying because I'm like, I would be one of those dudes in there. Yeah. No, 100%. But my, I'd be like one of the lifers. That's yeah. Actually like yeah. happy to be there. Sure. They'll, like, they'll take I'm care in this, of me. I'm in this prison, but I'm, I have a roof over it's my head. It's totally like, like 17th century or an 18th century yeah. in, uh, indentured servitude where they were just yeah. like, well, hey, I got nothing better going on. I'll just be a sl- like a willing slave. Because outside is terrifying yeah, and shitty. It's a, it's a terrible, so, monstrous world out there. So I'm going to um, just be in here living in my pod where I earn points to like the, play games on my yeah, TV. Yeah, on my Oasis. Oh my God. That's my, bi- that's my biggest problem with Ready Player One though is that one, 
no kid would ever be willing to play Asteroids when you have the <laughs> Oasis. Like, no kid is going to want to watch Family Ties. And then two... Phil would. Phil, but Phil would be an old man. Like, he's not a kid. He's not growing up That's at true. that time, right? And the second thing is, I refuse to believe that that secret would have stayed secret for less than five minutes. Because... Yeah. Like especially as the seen, way we know the internet, like yeah. there's no way they would. Somebody would have downloaded the source code. They would have already data mined it. They would have said, "Oh, it's right here. Look, we found it." Like yeah. that part is hard to believe, and it's such a weird thing that that's hard to believe because we know the way things I work. I get it, but like, I love it so much. But it's true. Like, I still think if that it's really good. happened. I feel like I feel like they would. There would it would already would have been solved. Somebody would it would have leaked out that this was happening, and they're like, yep. "All right, so this thing's gonna happen, but we've already found it, so yep. this is worthless." Like, yep. It's yep. Over. We found it. It's over before it even started. I, I found the tomb of uh, tomb of horrors already uh, in the in the uh, yeah. plan file. Um, you know what though? I I want Ernie Klein to write another book, and I want him to write it without a single like. I want him to write something that is outside of his wheelhouse mm-hmm. in terms of like no eighty stuff. Like show me what you can do because you've proven that you can write really good sequences. Yeah. If I think if he just comes up with an idea like. You know, that's the thing about Stranger Things, which is that show relied on almost no references. Mm. It wasn't a reference fest. It was the exact thing I want out of, like, stuff you were, that plays on nostalgia. It wasn't really a reference fest. It was just you were there. You were, you were there, and it was done in the same style and yeah. feel of the things we loved, yeah. but it wasn't but just it was the new. thing we loved again. Because yeah. they didn't brand do – in the 80s, they didn't really do, like, parallel – dimension like Mm -hmm. like string theory stuff that's a modern thing right that's a very modern thing the duffer brothers took a modern story and just set it in that time and it was fantastic like it had all the feels of everything we love but it wasn't like they had some clash in there but it it worked but it wasn't just a constant assault of like you know those kids look like they would be playing dungeons and dragons so i i watch it and go yeah that that sounds exactly right Rather than like just oh we're drinking tab constantly and we have yeah. snap bracelets and like I that that movie well, or I that did TV flip show out when I saw when Barb had her trapper keeper I was like I want a trapper keeper well, so bad and that's the other thing like, what's great about Barb is she dressed the way kids actually dress oh, not yeah. the ideal no neon. she was. The, yeah, like, that was what kids look like. Like, like that was one hundred percent not Jubilee in X Men Apocalypse, which yeah. is the thing we think the eighties was. Yeah, it, like that's no, that, what like Barb kids, was rich the kids. very like every. That's I think that's what hit us the hardest was like we either were Barb or we knew Barb or we yeah, were exactly. best friends with Barb. Totally, like totally, everybody Barb was the most real character. Yeah, like ever, and she was in there for three episodes, and she was yeah. that good. Like that that actress is phenomenal. But yes, okay, so Ernie Klein. Uh, I, I like Ready Player One. I, I'm right. not a fan of Armada. So he also brings up some other books that we mentioned previously. Dear Mr. Henshaw, Beverly Cleary, classic. Okay. What's that about? Um, it's about a kid who his, he, his parents are divorced. He lives with his mom and he can't, his dad is like a trucker and never talks to him. So when he starts writing letters to this author named Mr. Henshaw. Okay. And he kind of just starts writing letters to him. Basically letters that he would be writing his dad, but he's writing them to this author. 
Oh man, that sounds and heavy. It's it's really heavy, especially yeah. at the time. Like Beverly Cleary was known for that, but right. it kind of right. like it won the it won the Newberry Award. You know the okay, the, yeah, yeah, and uh, it kind of got her a whole another wave of attention because it was like, oh look, the the the, the Ramona lady made like this right, serious, right, yeah, yeah, like because it t- it deals with like again like divorced latchkey kid. Yep. Like, and then there's a sequel. Um, it's the name of the dog. I forgot what it's called, but it was really good too. Um, and then he said a Lisa Graff novel, which that's actually Phil's friend from high yep, school. Yep, she's been on she the now show. Writes middle grade books, and she's great. We got to get her back on because she's there's some new books that she's done, yeah. including and like they take place in two of them take place in this fictional universe based off of Big Bear. Oh man! So that's, oh man! Like yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, and then he says he's currently reading the Lemonade War, which. I love those books. They were great. Um, to my six-year-old son. So that's really great. Oh, cool. And then, he's, and then he says, if you guys are looking for something new to read, I would recommend you looking into a new series of books called Eerie Elementary huh. by Jack Chaber about a hall monitor and his two friends who protect their classmates from a ghost that haunts their school. There are four Whoa. books in the series so far. Well, as soon as you said ghost in school, I think you definitely sold Phil because Phil is obsessed with ghost <laughs> books. Like he read a book called Ghost in My Soup and various other – you know, there's like oh, those weird 80s kids yeah. books that have like the weird The computer weird ate my brother. Uh, yeah, it was it was a weird time. But that that sounds like so if I haven't already like – If spirit. I haven't already seen that exact cover, uh, I totally believe it. I'm excited about – so I'm, I want to – I definitely want to read this. Um, all right. Well, we got to finish up. Let's wrap up this letter and then we okay. got to be done. For this episode. No, oh, jeez. Um, number three, have either of you ever seen the 1985 film Fortress about an Australian teacher and her class who get kidnapped and held hostage by a group of gun-toting criminals wearing creepy animal masks? Animal masks. Freaked me out back in the day. I bet. Be a, that sounds terrifying. It would be a great way to resurrect the Phil's Freaky Movie of the Week segment. No, but now I want to watch it because did you ever watch Toy Soldiers with like Will Wheaton? Yes. I love uh, that yes, movie. Yes, yes, yeah. I love that where like terrorists take over the school. Yes. But this sounds like even freakier yeah. than that. Because they actually get kidnapped. Fortress. That sounds and so familiar. creepy animal mass. I definitely have to check this out because that sounds cool. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Then he said this is exciting too because this one's got me a little puzzled. New movie detectives case. We haven't done a okay. nostalgia detective in a long okay. time. Yeah. Help me figure this out. This was a made for TV live action movie, possibly Disney related. See, he doesn't give like a year timeline. Okay. So I think we're going to need that because it says with kids getting into adventures, but took place in the early 1900s, kind of like Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn. I can't recall any plot points, but the big clue I remember was there was a character named Spit. Spit. Thanks. Keep up the good work. So I did some research because I, uh, they immediately triggered my memory. But my memory of a character named Spit, it's because that's where I need to know what time frame this was made in. Because there was some old um, movies. They were kind of like the next thing after the Little Rascals. They were called the, okay. They were called the Bowery Boys. Okay. And they were like these kids, and I think one of them was named Spit. But these, and they took place in the early 1900s, but they they were made in like the 40s, right, and right. 50s. So maybe this is what he's talking about. Maybe they know. were playing that on on TV because 
because they this was very much like kids getting into adventures and doing things. And I think one of the characters was named Spit, but that's old. So yeah. the only other thing I could think of is maybe because they had like the new adventures of Tom Sawyer on on Disney Channel. Yeah, and so either that or Avonlea. Which also took place in the early 1900s. Okay. The Anna yeah. Green Gables yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Sarah Polly, which yeah. now she's like this filmmaker and she's awesome. Sarah Polly? I thought yeah. she was an actress. She is an actress, but now she also makes movies. Oh, really? She really was uh, Marsha Clark, right? In the. Yeah. Oh, no, that is. Sarah Paulson. Else. I'm That's sorry. Sarah Paulson. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sarah Polly. Okay. Sarah Polly was in, like, in her later years, she was in Go. She okay. Was the main yep. Girl yeah. in Go. Totally. And now she makes. She made this really good movie about a couple with Alzheimer's. I forgot what it was called. Huh. Man, she that's was really funny. serious. It's <laughs> ironic stuff. that you forget the movie about oh, Alzheimer's. Uh, <laughs> um, so as far as this goes, Josh, do you have any other thoughts here? Uh, I was uh, on board to like say something until he said that it was like 1900s, and I was like, oh no. I, I was thinking of like other kid things, like well, or, like if, later on. Maybe if. You, um, if Scott, you could give us like a year where maybe this was yeah. made. It might give us a better idea. And if anybody else has any ideas, because I want to yeah. solve this case. Here's the bummer about me and kids TV you stuff. You never liked, you were never a fan? No. Uh, did you go straight We to did like... not have cable. Okay. So when I was, no uh, when Channel. I was young, uh, Nickelodeon and Disneyland, uh, or Disney Channel, I only got to watch when we went to my grandma's in Vegas. Yeah, when I, when I, we didn't get cable till I was like eight or nine. Right. And so I had, I don't think we were actually related, but my mom called her Aunt Eleanor. I think she was just a neighborhood lady that everybody right. dumped their yeah. kids off on. And she was like a nice, super nice lady. And she had Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Yeah. And so, See, I was so jealous of my friends who were watching oh, Doug yeah. and who were watching like. But I was lucky. Yeah, you, yeah, I think I you were it. you were I on at that like time. Nine I, or ten, eight or nine. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get cable until I was like thirteen, fourteen. So the, you did you you were you you grew up in Ramona or I grew was, up in San Diego. Yeah, I was born in Utah. Okay, and we moved out of there in like eighty nine. And then you um, lived. Did you I lived in lived San Diego in, County. Um, so like uh, all the way up until I went to to college in uh, in La Mirada. So. I lived there for a long time, but I we moved around. The pro- our problem was always that we lived on the outskirts of town, and mm-hmm. we couldn't get cable out there. It was yeah. too far away from the from the uh, center, so they didn't they didn't send. Yeah, us especially out. back then. Yes, exactly. Now I don't even think that really is even the case. No, but it was all antenna, like what you know, Channel Six, Fox. You remember yeah. KUSI? Oh yeah, um, KUSI fifty one. Tom the Spirit Kelly. of San Diego. Yeah, I still know those commercials. So there was one that had like those Aztec dancers. Yep. For KUSI, you and I, you and I were watching the same TV. The Spirit of San Diego. It's we, alive on fifty one. The Kids Club. KUSI Yo, Kids Club. Fox Kids Club and KUSI Kids Club. Yep. My brother, we actually won some prizes from Fox Kids oh, Club. Oh man, we got we got the Defenders of Dinatron City Nintendo game. Oh, like, that's rad. Yeah. Which that sh- cartoon like got canceled. I think the cartoon got canceled <laughs> like before the video game even <laughs> yeah. came out. Usually, so that's I think that's why goes. the video game was such a bust because nobody knew who they were. But it was a great video game. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. You could. It was like it was a, it like it had so many things that other games had later. It was an open world map. You yeah. could switch off team members. Like you had like a whole team and you could switch out your guys. Like it did stuff that a lot of games did later. And like, but like it did a ton of cool stuff. Yeah. It was like, it kind of reminded me that. of like, you remember the Dick Tracy game that was hard as hell? Yes. 
So it was kind of like that because it had like an overhead level and then it would have like the side scrolling levels. Yeah. Because you'd have to go to like different places on the right. map. And I remember so the Dick like Tracy that. game was a lot. I, I re- actually remember it way more was the uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit game, which I oh, thought was yeah. really hard too. Because Those Disney games. We just never knew what to do. Yeah. Because uh-huh. the Dick Tracy game was really hard because at first you're just driving around getting shot at. Yeah. And you end up having to like go to a place, get a clue, and that leads you on this chase. But if you didn't know what you were doing, you would end up just driving yeah. around all the time and being like, what the hell is this game? Of course. Kind of like, I mean, course, the ultimate is Ghostbusters. Of course we rented it and the manual was gone. Oh, yeah. You know, then, so it's yeah. not like. Oh, that was always the worst. No manual in the game. Yep. And you're just trying to figure it out. Because again, no internet. Right. So you have to go and talk to the, cl- my dad would go and talk to the clerk and he would like, <laughs> when he was playing Zelda, he was, he was like, Hey, listen, you got to tell me what's going on with this flute. How do I use this thing? How do I find <laughs> level seven? And the guy's like, all right, I'll help you out. But you remember when you would rent a game oh, yeah. and it, you, the, you got the manual. It was brand new. Like you, you were like, Oh, I was oh, the yeah. first person to rent this or, yeah, or like, like brand new. I always tried to take such good care and be like, I'm going to give this back. And then the next time I rented it, there was no manual. And I destroyed. I knew it was some kid. Yeah. Some idiot kid who didn't care. And that's why I remember at a certain point, like warehouse and stuff just started printing the instructions like on the box. Yep. yep, There'd be that sleeve that you couldn't even take out. Yep. Because the manuals were like long gone. Totally. (laughs) But man. All right. Well, we we should resume this next episode. Which, um, for you, it'll be immediately following this, but for everybody nice. listening, it'll be on Thursday. So thank you, everybody, and be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com to check out all the latest stuff. Go to check out our uh, our Facebook groups where we're always posting things. Yep. Lots of good um, stuff on there right now. Lots of still photos from the upcoming short film. Yeah, that that's exciting. Wrote that was They filmed it. This weekend, and hey, like, the like, there's proof. Show. There's yeah, proof. It looks, it looks cool. Um, I'm super excited, that you is guys. I'm really cool and exciting. So you can check out photos from that on our Facebook group and on our Facebook page, and you got links to those on RadioBendo.com. Be sure to check out BenviewNetwork.com where you can listen to all the Benview Network podcasts, including Josh's podcast. That's true. I listen to it on Stitcher and um stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stitcher, where all podcasts are sold. Now it's owned by Scripps, so I don't know. How I oh, we'll see. They're well, taking over everything. Ride it down. Podcast ride, ride that train all the way down. Yeah. Um, so, so that's that's a thing. And um, let's see, Comic Con Palm Springs. We it's hope coming that's up. a thing. I hope so. It says I, live podcasts on the website. Now. I need, I need. You know, you don't happen to know what days we're doing we, things, right? Because I'm Phil, trying. To, Phil's been trying to get the information out of the guy, but I think he's pretty busy. So I hopefully find out. We'll find out soon. Real I do. Soon. I do know there's another b- band playing there, yeah. and they are a Back to the Future tribute. Band oh, it's that. Yeah, those guys. Flex I've seen Capacitors. those guys. Yeah. So at the very least, they'll be there. Yeah. So and we, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll we see. might be having our own BenviewCon yeah. in the hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's the end goal. So <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, it'll be fine, and it'll be hot. And if yeah. you can buy your tickets at ComicConPalmSprings.com. And if you – I have it here somewhere. If you use the code CVW, you'll save $10 off. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got that from a flyer that Phil got in Palm Springs. And um, also, if you listen to this before Thursday, our friends at The Blaze 
are doing their live reading of the Donna Martin Graduates episode in Beverly Hills on Thursday. Um, can we just talk a little bit about how, like, crazy successful The Blaze is? Oh, like yeah. That, that podcast, like... I've watched them just completely I, I feel up. like you, you pretty much found them close to when they began, right? Right when they started, yeah. They're, like, I hear them doing, they're doing crazy stuff. They were on like, Sirius today on the Entertainment Weekly. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's one and of those doing shows this that I'm live like, thing. I, I can't necessarily get behind, but I'm super happy it exists. Yeah. And I'm Lizzie super and happy Kat they're do doing great work and yeah. super awesome ladies, and I'm super happy to be supporting them. And Yeah, um, super so cool. So if you go, if you're going to be in, Be- it's in Beverly Hills, 8 p.m., on uh, Thursday, which is poetic, poetic. That's that's what they sh- where yeah. they should be. DonnaMartinGraduates dot com is where you can get tickets. It all goes to charity. And Gabriel Carteris, Andrea Zuckerman herself, is going to be there, and other people, a bunch of other people, playing different cool. parts. Um, Jensen Carp from Get Up on This and other things, and uh, comedian Sarah Benincasa. She's really funny. Yeah, she's going to be playing Andrea Zuckerman. And uh, <laughs> okay. And I'm, it's, it's gonna be cool. And I'll be there. And, uh, yeah. Cool. So I think that's gonna do it for this week. Um, well, this episode, not this yep. week. Jeez, keep forgetting. We'll be uh, back. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm not Phil Vecchio. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, and if you like community and you'd like to hear us talk about it every week, you can go to BenviewNetwork.com slash ShutUpLeonard. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. Shut up, Leonard. Pop, pop.